Get ready to ignite your passion and unleash your inner innovator. Welcome to the Launch Podcast, the energizing show where we're breaking barriers, building dreams, and sparking positive change in the technology world. Join us on a thrilling ride through cutting-edge technology, visionary insights, and inspiring success stories. From entrepreneurs to founders, from executives to investors, this is your space to empower, create, and embrace the power of community. So buckle up, because together we're fueling the future of innovation here on the Launch Podcast. Let's rock this journey and light up the world of possibilities. So hey, this is Bobby Nims here with the Launch Podcast. Genuinely appreciative and energized for our next conversation. Want to welcome Vic Brew, a seasoned sales expert and data scientist who has made the sort of segue and bridge into the entertainment, acting, sports industry. And I think his message is going to resonate with a lot of entrepreneurs who are looking at how they repivot, rebrand, recalibrate, whether it's themselves, their product, their startup, and excited to have this conversation. Vic, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Bobby. Appreciate it. Vic, I just want to start with your journey. You know, it's taken you through technology, sales, and now sort of producer, actor, and, and more kind of in the streamline of, of Hollywood. Let's just start a little bit like, who are you? What's your background? And then maybe give the audience a sense of this pretty significant transition you've made recently between two different industries. So I'm originally from Ghana, Africa. I lived there for the first long period of my life. Came to America in hopes of opportunity and, you know, just making something of myself uh, for my family and, and me. And I moved to Virginia and there is when I went to school, got my degree and ended up working at a software company right out of college. And that's where I started my career. I worked on big contracts for the Air Force and securing deals. And it was a little bit of account management along with sales. And so moving along, uh, worked at another company after that, uh, one of my clients from the first company. And that was the one that kind of really gave me the opportunity to move into entertainment. You know, they, they were my biggest supporter. They really backed me in terms of you know, compensation and funding and they just supported me and, and my decisions. And it was also a remote company and it was great, you know, being able to do that job, but also explore different things. And so I started out by doing like, you know, small modeling things here and there. And uh, from that going to commercials and then, you know, when the big pandemic hit, it was just a big confusion on, you know, what everybody wanted to do with their lives. And, uh, you know, what we all had going on. It was just kind of weird, like limbo that we were all in. It was like, hmm, like I'm at home all the time. I'm, I'm working this job. Do I actually like what I'm doing? Is this pleasing for me? And I, I wasn't pleased. So that's when I started looking at these opportunities in entertainment and, you know, kind of letting my boss know that I'm, I'm going to be making that switch here soon. And it's just like a right place, right time. I left the company, got a big gig in uh for acting <laughs> right after i left like literally the week right after i think that was just god working and from then on i just started it was just a snowball effect you know i just started using that to catapult more opportunities i started getting into producing at the same time and 
really just creating my own content, you know, investing my, my money and my resources in my own content. And that's where it got me where I'm at now. Make this sort of humanized and personal. I think maybe we'll just start with like your interest between technology, sales, modeling, acting, producing. I think for a lot of people, a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, they, they struggle finding balance and pursuing diverse passions. You mm-hmm. know, how do you sort of manage or navigate or integrate these aspects as you are rebranding yourself, right? So you're, you're sort of taking a lot of these things that I think most would consider prospectively aspirational or more hobby. And then you're sort of just saying, listen, I'm, I realize I'm tech, but now I'm going to actually integrate those into my professional life. You just talk about yeah. taking that initial step forward and then sort of that experience early. Sure. I think it's the hardest thing to do, but also what makes it easy is finding that common ground between everything that you want to do. And so like, you know, being as good as sales as I was and working for a big tech startup, you learn a lot of skills that just makes you in tip top shape, you know, in the sales game. Right. And so I'm looking at modeling, I'm looking at acting, I'm looking at producing and all of it really is just selling, you know, I just, it's all just seems the same to me. And, you know, I'm in modeling, I'm selling my image. I'm in acting, I'm selling my, my character, you know, making them sure he's believable so that the audience can relate to him and then producing, um, creating something and then selling it to, you know, a network or a platform so that they can show it out to people, you know? Um, and so it's, it's all kind of the same thing. I'm still kind of doing what I've always been good at, which is sales. <laughs> it's just, um, instead of selling someone else's technology, I'm selling something that I care about. Yeah, I feel like the, the parallel is like, you know, having really good hand-eye coordination, you're able to throw a football, you know, on, on turf in an indoor arena, and then now you're able to sort of play outside, the weather's changing, it's a different playing surface. Can you talk about, and I think for a lot of entrepreneurs who are, you know, based in Silicon Valley or sort of metropolis areas like New York City or Austin, Texas or, or Nashville, Tennessee, networking. And I think kind of that degree of, you know, bridging connections and being able to just position yourself to prospectively have uh, potential conversations that may rationalize into leads or opportunities. Can you just talk really quickly about the importance of networking and kind of early career kind of startup entrepreneur and what that means for you? Yeah, no, I've, I've always kind of been a social person. So it's always kind of been easier for me because networking for me really isn't about, you know, meeting somebody and basically telling them what you need so that they can help you do whatever you need. It's more so like, I just like have a genuine love for human beings and I, I love everybody's unique introspective, you know, stories. And I just like, like meeting people, you know, and seeing what they're doing in life. And as you listen to people talk, you know, I think the number one thing that's important with networking is listening is you learn about certain things that they're going through or they're doing, and you just naturally find out how you can like, you know, bridge those gaps and collaborate. And I think that's what has helped me out. You know, is when I network, I listen to people and then I'm like, oh, oh well, he's saying that he needs an editor. I'm like, oh, I know an editor, you know, and then you kind of right. just help them out. And then it's like, oh, well, what do you need help with? And then he helps you out. And then it's like, we're all just helping each other make our dreams come true. And so, yeah, I think it's important to start early on. I think you never know who you're in the room with. And so even like, just being in the elevator, don't just 
be that awkward silence that a lot of us face when we get in the elevator with someone we don't know. And it's like, hey, how you doing? How's your day going? And it's like, good, you know? And then you get out of the elevator and it's like, I hope you have a good day, you know? Or like uh, when you get into Starbucks, you open the door for someone, you know, you, you smile at them, you look at them in their eyes, you know, it's just like, it's those little small things that matter. And uh, that's why, you know, I feel like I've, I'm always meeting people that way. And-, and I feel like that totally resonates, I think, with my experiences, you know, with being an entrepreneur, I think that resonates with a lot of, a lot of startups where uh, paths intersect. And just to be, just be unassuming, unassuming, right? I think from my perspective, you know, perspective, you're looking for a co-founder, you're looking for, uh, you know, potentially an investor, uh, possibly a, a new technology or strategic alliance or partnership that just having conversations as you engage people you don't know could prospectively lead to possibilities. And again, I'll speak firsthand, very similar, Vic, you know, here at launch that I think some of our most well-established partnerships came randomly at different events and conferences where literally I, I was introduced to an individual, I come across an individual just grabbing a, a cup of coffee or, or right. literally sitting down and serendipitously inadvertently sitting next to an individual and sparking a conversation. Right. So uh, it totally resonates, I think, for a lot of entrepreneurs out there. And I think for people who are starting their startup, it's really good sort of perspective. I know for you and kind of mentioning your upbringing a little bit and sort of transition, you know, as you sort of transition, I guess my question to you is just the importance of having a mentor or potentially right. people experience, let's say, in the entertainment industry or in the production sort of arena. Can you just give the audience a sense of, it can be specific or just kind of in general, more broadly, the importance of having that type of support and experience provide minimally guidance as you're making, you know, sort of transition and entering a new market or in our new industry. Yeah, I think it's very important to have a mentor. You can't assume that you know everything, you know, when you go into something new, it's good to be a sponge and be open to learning and absorbing as much as you can, especially in the first year. And so I had like three mentors when I came out here in LA and, you know, I made sure that they all like actually believed in me and what I was doing and saw, saw the vision and they did, you know, they, they knew that I were to put in the work, I would get where I'm supposed to go. And I followed their footsteps. They gave me the advice. I followed their footsteps and, you know, that's where I'm at now, you know? And so it's super important. You know, I think find somebody that you trust, that you can relate to that's doing what you literally want to do and, you know, be genuine and ask them for help and let them guide you. And you know, also, you know, mentors are great because they give you a lot of value, but you also have to find a way to give your mentor value. You know, you can't expect to just take, take, take. Otherwise, those relationships end up being like you have to pay somebody for it. I was fortunate to not have to pay my mentors to mentor me. You know, it was more so like, you're doing this for me. I'm going to find a way to help you out. And, um, one of my mentors was Emmy Award winning director. He was always needing help on his sets because, you know, it's, it takes a lot of people, a lot of hands to make a movie happen. And it's a lot of work. And I would voluntarily just go and help him get stuff done for free, you know, and obviously through that, I'm going to have plenty of time with him where I can ask him questions and also see how things are being done and, you know, see how the production is being put together, et cetera. So I think a couple questions there as we sort of like kind of transition towards our, the end of our podcast. One is just producing acting is not a linear path or experience. There are, you know, sort of these experiences where you're iterating or evolving the character 
or you're making a significant amount of mistakes or changes based upon the feedback of the staff and production team. And just getting comfortable with not necessarily losing, but constantly changing, receiving the feedback, evolving what you're doing in the production studio or on set. Can you just talk really quickly about, and maybe this will connect with entrepreneurs who are more risk averse, like just making mistakes, iterating, evolving in the kind of the end to end process of, let's say, a production or, or a movie. I'm all about it. I mean, I'm all about making mistakes and making mistakes early because that's the only way you learn. You know, you can't expect that everything's going to go perfectly. And um, if you don't make mistakes now, when you are tasked with a huge project where a lot of money is involved and you make the big mistake then, it's going to hurt a lot more than if you were to have done it earlier and learned from it so you can avoid it in the future. And so, uh, you know, I, I think the first couple movies that I made were, I don't want to say failures, but you learn. It's like, okay, well, this is cool, but this is what good really looks like. And so how do I get from this to that? And you kind of like, you know, bridge the gap. You have to make the mistakes so that you can grow from it. Um, hopefully that answers your question. Yeah, it does. And, you know, one of the things that I think when we connected uh, at a recent Forbes event for me was, you know, aside from your energy and sort of just baseline inspiration was just social change, uh, community impact, social impact. I think that resonates certainly with the team here at launch, but in general, being able to give back, right? And be able to connect and, and sort of drive inspiration, you know, in the community. Can you just give the audience a little sense of the importance of, you know, social change and community? And how does that draw to you today as an evolving actor and producer in Hollywood? Yeah, absolutely. The reason why I got, got into this was one day I just... I don't know what I was doing, but I just randomly got a eureka moment and I was like, man, I think I know what my calling is. And I figured that like, you know, my energy is, is great, you know, within my friends and family, because I, I always inspire and motivate people that I'm surrounded on, but I want to be able to do it at a larger scale. And so I was like, let me get in the movie making business, because if I can build an audience that, that trusts and believes me, then I can put out messages that helps, you know, shape the world, make it a better place. And yeah. You know, as somebody that's traveled to over 30 countries, I've learned a lot about different cultures and what makes us all unique. And I think that, you know, if, if there's a way to kind of take all these different things that I've learned and put it in a, you know, nice, succinct story and show it to the world, maybe we can all understand each other better and there'll be a lot less hate and a lot less just negativity. You know, I think it all comes from understanding and it's, it's, it's easy to hate on somebody or, or dislike someone where you don't really even know who they are, you know? So. Yeah, I think that's such a, such a powerful message. And, you know, again, I think for, for you realizing significant success, you know, most recently, you know, acknowledging and, and still resonating with the willingness to give back, the willingness to connect with the community, understanding like there was upbringing with you that gave you or provided you opportunities, uh, I think is, it's just, it's just wonderful to hear. As you think about your transition and just reflecting over the last you know, couple of years, what is one thing that you would have changed or one thing you would have told yourself or looking back, what's one thing you would tell yourself five years ago that resonates with you today? Start sooner. Chase your dreams. So, you know, don't wait. Don't wait. There's no right time to do anything. Literally just do it. <laughs> you know, yeah. and we're fortunate enough where like five years ago, if I had taken the risk, I'm young, you know, I have still have a whole life ahead of me to make mistakes. 
I'm a big, big uh, proponent of YOLO, <laughs> you only live once. And also, like, we're not promised tomorrow. You know, unfortunately, I lost a decent amount of friends and family during the pandemic, which is unfortunate. But, you know, it's a, it's a part of life. And so, like, and also, I know a lot of people who, because I, I, I'm, I'm told I'm an old soul because I hang around a lot of older people. But I know a lot of older people who look back at me and they're like, man, like, I wish I could have just, like, went back to those days and, like, really just chased my dreams and did that. And like, I wish I could have. I wish I could have. And it's like, no, like. If you're young or if you have the opportunity, just do it now. You know, like I convinced my best friend, he recently just got married. He just quit his job. He's going to go travel the world with his wife for a year. And he's like, man, we can get back into the workforce whenever. Why wait until, you know, we're more financially established or, you know, whatever. It's like we saved up enough. We're going to just do it and we'll figure it out. And at the end of the day, we're always all going to figure it out because that's what life's about is just figuring it out. So you know, just, just got to live and chase your dreams and have no regrets. I feel like you just spoke the, the talk track for launch. We're going to have to have you on as a spokesperson at some of these events. But <laughs> absolutely resonates. And I think for a lot of people, being an entrepreneur, whether you're Gen Z in your early 20s at university or uh, prospectively in your mid 40s or mid 50s and have realized a career, uh, potentially even in an industry or vertical that you may not have saw yourself being in and maybe prospectively feel like you're stuck or but holding on to an idea for us at launch and, and certainly for you, Vic, you know, the time is now, right? You know, sort of uncomfortable to become comfortable and double down on yourself. Have like the belief in yourself, uh, recognizing maybe a lot of uncertainty and potentially apprehension and moving your idea or moving yourself into a space that you're not familiar with, that it's a growth opportunity as well as an opportunity to find something, do something you're passionate about. And clearly, Vic, your experience here, I think, is remarkable just because you go from data analytics tech and now you're sort of in the entertainment sort of production landscape. And I think it's a really powerful message. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, another thing I'll say is like, fall in love with yourself, you know, like, Fall in love with yourself. Taking these risks and doing all these things like just helps you understand yourself better, knowing your strengths, your weaknesses, and just like, you know, fall in love with it, you know, and just like follow the journey. Um, it's it's only gonna just make you a strong person, I think, and make you the best version of yourself. So Vic Brew, I really appreciate your time. We'll we'll include the LinkedIn page of your profile. So if anybody wants to get in touch, they can certainly reach out to you. And we're going to have to have you on again soon, uh, maybe in six to 12 months on another podcast and just hear a little bit more about your adventure, uh, roller coaster sure. ride in California. I'll throw out a shout out. I've always wanted to be like an extra, like on a sports movie someday. <laughs> so, you know, sometime if the production comes to the East Coast or New York City area, I'm sure hopefully you'll, you'll reach out. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. So, uh, well, uh, I'm also on, uh, on Instagram at Vic underscore brew. So uh, feel free to reach out and follow there as well. Perfect. All right, Vic, on behalf of the Lost Team, thank you for your time today. Thank you. Appreciate it. I want to thank our audience and all the trailblazers out there for joining us on an exhilarating journey through the world of technology and innovation. Remember, the power to change the game is in your hands. Stay charged, stay inspired, and keep breaking barriers. Because we're just getting started on this launch journey with all of these startups. Join us next time for another episode filled with sparks of brilliance and boundless opportunities. And until then, keep dreaming big, stay curious, and keep pushing the boundaries. Together, we'll shape a future that's brighter, 
bolder, and more inclusive. Keep that energy high and see you on the next episode of the Launch Podcast. Be well.